1: It's the Luke and Pete Show. Do your own bloody intro if you don't like it. Pete Donaldson with you We're joined by Luke Mo. Luke, we are in the same room. We are. And we are... I'm enjoying your cords. I'm enjoying your hoodie. I'm enjoying Thanks. your swollen ankle.
2: Thank you very much. They said it couldn't be done. What? But your your ankle swelling. <laughs> Here we are back in the same room again. Mm. And uh, have you are you really enjoying all this stuff about me, or have you just forgotten what it's like? I've
1: forgotten what it's like. I've forgotten what the um, I've what the smells are like. I've yeah. forgotten what you look like. Sometimes it's all very exciting. I'm I'm getting like an oral kind of. A, it's it's an assault, Luke. Is it like, it's an assault is it on it me. Like
2: meeting me again for the first time. <laughs> it is. I've got to really
1: think about whether I like what I'm seeing or not. Or I've just been kind of like, I've just been kind of. Uh, what do you call it when you're kind of uh, you 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 fall in love with your captor
2: oh it's the stockholm
1: syndrome. stockholm syndrome yeah. i think it might be a little bit of that as well so yeah
2: you'd be an ideal person to kidnap then because you just say "Look, he doesn't know what stockholm syndrome is <laughs> so he's not even going to notice it
1: no he'll, he'll be like he won't know that this is kind of this has happened before he'll just be like oh my do you see sexy. me as a, do you
2: see me as a captor
1: yeah i think mean, you want to be free want but free
2: if, but if you were on your own you're a bit like a domesticated pet you would yeah. last, you'd last a very short amount of time on your own in the <laughs> wild, I think, wouldn't well, you? Well,
1: yeah, I mean, what to do. I've, I've had a pulley tum-tum uh, all morning, and you, my friend, are also in the wars.
2: Yes, so we are in the wars for different reasons. Hmm. I trod in a pothole. right. I rolled my ankle. The, the the most hated of all the injuries, as far as you're concerned.
1: Yeah, an ankle. My dad didn't even know that about me. He didn't even know that. And he <laughs> uh, and he sent me a picture of a UFC fighter doing a kick and breaking his uh, leg, and it's uh, flopping about it's him trying lot. to stand on his leg
2: and going, "Whoa, what's happened? My leg's not there anymore." No it wasn't quite that dramatic for me. No, a was... pothole's
1: kind of called pots because they're like the shape and size of a normal pot.
2: Don't know. And this I, I, I actually thought about this on the way in. I thought, mm. on the Luke and Pete show, Pete's going to ask me about my ankle. Mm. And I'm going to say I trod in the oh, pothole. Sorry, I'm so predictive. No, it's all right. Predictable, um, uh, And I wondered to myself, actually, a pothole's not you get in the road, really. Mm. This is more of a rabbit warren
1: Right, you fell in a rabbit, right, that's
2: fair. Yeah, but it was only very small. So where there's
1: blame, there's a claim. Look, potholes, you can't blame any particular car, but rabbits, that's a rabbit's house.
2: That's true. I, sh- I shouldn't have even been there. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have even been interfering. Yeah. Um, and the worst thing about it was I was two hours away from the car. Right. So that's a hobbit all the way back.
1: Uh, that's I've, ideal, isn't it?
2: But I've riced ever since.
1: Yeah. Do you know about rice? Uh, uh ri- Rest. Igneous rock. Yep. Cheese yep. and eggs. Correct. It's a, d- a delicious omelette.
2: It's an ankle omelette. <laughs> it's an anklet, <laughs> and I have used it, and it's made me feel a lot better. No, it's Good. rest, ice, compression, elevation. Nice. Okay. No, rice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good anyway talk about your stomach because I believe there are plenty of people listening to this show right now as soon as they hear a talk of the stomach they're going to be like oh Donnie's been on the Chinese
1: again." Donnie's been on the Chinese What wasn't Chinese at the time it was old pizza day old pizza put it in the microwave um, and then just ate a roast dinner right afterwards it's not, it's not ideal like, I can hear it
2: going now I can it's, hear it gurgling away it's like you are trying to create the perfect conditions for a stomach upset just, like, I'm going to go, that's be? what I would do I'd go old food Get that down me, follow it straight up with a roast dinner, Ita- probably, probably have a little dance. But it's, after. A ta-
1: <laughs> but it's an Italian, I'll have half a glass of red wine and uh, I'll maybe have a mouthful of toothpaste with it as well.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Have I told you the story about the old, so I've got one friend who's, um, who's a big wine connoisseur mm. and I've got another friend who uh, just likes getting pissed all the time but has no interest really in, in wine.
1: Yeah. Right. Guess which one I'm going to um, warm to the most?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, my friend who doesn't isn't into the wine mm. went to his other friend's house. My other friend's house, who is into the wine, mm. and they'd already had some beers. Yeah, and uh, they'd been drinking most of the afternoon. I think they went back to the to the wine connoisseur's house. Yeah, and. Um, he, the pissed guy who doesn't like the wine, said, Look, why don't you open a nice bottle of wine? Teach me about it. Teach right? me about the wine, it'd be nice, yeah. it'd be interesting. And, and, and he was like, Well, I don't know because you know, you've already had a lot of drinks that you probably, yeah, have to remember probably not it. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, no, just do it, just do it. So he opens up like, this really nice, expensive bottle of wine, right? He's yeah. saving it for a special occasion. Uh-huh. He didn't want to open it, but he got convinced into doing so. He opened it, poured a couple of glasses, and drank a bit of it and talked to him about it. I mean, he wasn't being a bore about it because the other guy had asked him, right? Mm. And the other guy took a swig and he went, What do you think? and he went, Oh, yeah, I just realised I had an extra strong mint on the way
1: here.
2: <laughs> uh, that's from Sideways, where
1: he goes, uh, he, he's, he's sort of like getting shown around a, a vineyard and he's testing all his wines out and, he, and his friend is uh, is has is, is got chewing gum in. Oh, like, you
2: can't do that. Are you chewing gum? You can't do a chewing gum. That made me no. laugh
1: in the cinema for about 20 minutes afterwards. That was a Fantastic weird film, wasn't joke. it?
2: Wasn't it? It, um, yeah, was it was Yeah, well, was it, got, it? It's got Paul, Paul Giamatti in it, yeah. right, who's amazing. Not to get any fucking Merlot. Yeah. Mm. And he's in um, Billions as well. He's very good in that. Mm. Uh, with um Yeah, it's yeah G- Damien G- Lewis. G- right, okay. And, and, but Sideways came kind of from nowhere. Was it was like an independency-ish film being mm. made. No one really expected it to do much. It was one of those films where nothing really happens. Yeah. It was more of a character study. Mm. And... Um, it did really well. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But that's
1: I'm sure the director,
2: at the Oscars were. I'm just glad that Lukey Moore enjoyed it. I did. Well, that's what they're asking. That's what they're asking. Well, what they're asking. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of people being in the wars, my cat was in the wars last week as well. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, he got in a ruck. Got in a ruck. Brought, he brought the motherfucking ruckus, as they yeah. say. Got a puncture wound, Pete. Right. And it turned into an abscess. Oh, it got like infected. and, yeah. Oh, no, no, so no. So he had no, to have no. half his body shaved and have it drained. <sighs>
1: They're so yeah. I don't like abscesses, but it is spectacular when it and and satisfying. I imagine when it when one gets drained.
2: Oh, he's loving it now. It so, was very upset before.
1: Yeah, I cannot imagine how painful and debilitating and hot. I bet the skin's really
2: hot. Yeah, Ugh. and for a cat, it's interesting, right? And it's probably the same for a dog. They know they've got something wrong with them. Mm. And they know that you provide them with whatever they need, usually. Yeah. But at the same time, they really don't want to go to the vet. They know what the carry case means. <laughs> yes. So they get confused. Yeah. They're upset. Yeah. But they definitely don't want to go to the vet under any circumstances. Yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, obviously I did take him to the vet. He doesn't mm. get a say in it, really. I don't, we don't have a power <laughs> about it. I just do it. Um, when the vet called me, he's like, yeah, look, we have to keep him in because he needs to be sedated. Yeah got him sedated, he was off his tits on ketamine for nice. the rest of the night.
1: ketamine. Yeah, nice.
2: it, it was basically walking around the flat, mouth slack-jawed open, <laughs> drooling, not knowing where he was going, like walking into things. And, and um, normally he gets really upset if he can't go outside. Yeah. So I shut the door and I thought, it's going to be a terrible night because to keep him in overnight, I don't normally mm. do that. I thought, it's going to be terrible. He's going to be crying, scratching all the time he had no idea what the door even was. He, he, he was just looking at it like it was some yeah. kind of um, doors of perception, Aldous Huxley type vibe. So yeah, he's fine now,
1: thankfully, yeah. touch wood. But, but yeah. for a bit, he was Sean Ryder. Yeah, he was. It was like having <laughs> Sean Ryder in
2: the house with a, with a mad haircut because of, his, because of the side of his body's been completely shaved. But if, if someone turned up and didn't know us at that point and looked at us and maybe didn't speak our language, mm. they'd go, what have you done to that fucking cat? <laughs> what is happen- What are you living with? What's wrong with that cat? What have you done to it?
1: I I encountered a cat over the weekend, and I don't normally uh and, you don't and, partake normally. I don't normally partake, and I, you know I'm not I'm not uh I'm not I, I'm not like I don't get upset if I say a cat. I like cats.
2: What is it about um, a cat that you don't trust though? Uh, well, this one in
1: particular, it, it it takes the things I don't trust about cats to its logical conclusion in many right, ways. Right, right, right. It, this cat, eh. <laughs> I'm very allergic to cats. I am unbelievably allergic. If, if a cat like shakes its fur at me in my eyes, I'm I've just got a big face. Where would that happen? If I go to a cat strip club and a cat, cat is cat doing, cat doing cat a dance. <laughs> <laughs> and if a cat does a provocative dance in my face, I don't know. No, but like it. This cat. Uh, so we had dogs in the house. I've so gotten very well with the dogs, right. obviously. But this cat was one of the worst cats I've ever. I've encountered cats. My auntie's got cats. I like them, but this one. Look, was the worst cat. What would it do him? It was honestly Trump, right it Trump wouldn't let me it wouldn't let me touch it. It wouldn't let me go near it. It would just constantly oh, Every really? time you went it went near. But then in the morning, it had the audacity to open the door, come in, sort of crawl on me a bit, and demand that I petted it. And when I didn't when the, the, the one second in between You spent <clears> the night with it? Honestly, this—I was stroking the cat with one hand, and then the next, and then the other hand, and in between the one hand lifting off the cat, it would start to try and bite me because it was so angry that I'd stop uh, like, petting wow. it. That it amazing. was the worst cat, Luke. It the, was the worst. name and shame. I can't remember the cat. Can't what? remember what name it was. It was a terrible cat. No, but, no wonder
2: he's pissed off. You don't treat of any
1: respect. You don't dogs, even
2: remember his name. Well, the dogs were nice. I, but I, it was just, it's rare
1: you sort of see an animal that's so angry at you.
0: Yeah. It's just and, so and angry. One
1: of the
2: things that people forget, I think, is that they think that dogs would easily rip... I mean, obviously, in the right circumstances, a dog is going to kill a cat. But mm. a lot of dogs are terrified of cats.
1: Oh, this... I this, had a little French bulldog who was like, you know, he's all muscle and stuff. Yeah. He runs over to this little dog this little cat and this cat is and and he is absolutely petrified
2: yeah they make themselves big with their tail do a funny face their ears go back It's amazing it's amazing yeah it's incredible really (laughs) but um, what was I going to say to you yeah and and so yeah I had a cat with ketamine on ketamine around my house Mm. the whole week uh, which is kind of weird um and then other than that the week the weekend was fine really so what about what else did you get up to at the weekend
1: I uh yeah I just I, I mean there's reasons why I'm I'm not very well I, I, I drank um a lot.
2: <laughs> just say you got pissed. Just I come in pissed. and say, you said this this morning, I've, I've got, got an upset stomach, you know, I'm all right, I'll be fine, but just say you got pissed. Well, no, but the problem
1: is that Sunday was just me eating pizza and roast dinners and that's what's caused the problem. It's not the plural roast, roast Well, she does make enough for three carvery? people. It's delicious. She, she makes an excellent roast. Did you go to a Toby Carvery <laughs> <this weekend? laughs> But it was just like, but I have been drinking since Thursday, so that's probably not helped either, but yeah, all good. All good. You're getting properly into your drinking again at the moment. Oh, I'll get right back into it, mate I've. Come I've left the prosecco behind, and I'm going oh, back right. on the fizzy larkas. <laughs> it's
2: nice, good to be back. Do you like anything that isn't fizzy?
1: No, don't. Pizza fizzy. Not Is that why
2: you sick? <laughs> <mean? laughs> you do get that with food that goes off a little bit. It starts to taste a bit. Fizzy. Oh,
1: anything fruity, anything vegetable-y that's a bit off. Yeah, if you leave it on a radiator for long enough, it's anything, <laughs> anything, or anything creamy that's gone fizzy. You like?
2: Oh, I'm, that I'm fizzy? terrible at um, I'm terrible at just picking the rotten bits of fruit out of the pack. So, mm. for example, if it's blueberries, I'll just pick the furry ones out yeah give the others a rinse and eat it and i can sometimes feel it in my stomach <laughs> making weird noises
1: i did i did uh eat a, a whole pack of persimmons that couldn't have helped i don't even know what a persimmon is it's like um a fancy little berry wrapped in some fancy it now, waxy leaves um and it's uh it's, it's 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 they're all right they're nothing to write home about but they are quite affordable in oh yeah well, i have
2: i have seen mm. one i didn't know that it was called
1: that or is it fissilis what's fissilis
2: a uh, is different, yeah. Right, a okay. sounds like something you shouldn't really catch. <laughs> um, but a persimmon looks like an like an orange tomato. But oh, I you know is what? I'm talking sweeter. absolute
1: shit. Yeah, no, it is ficilis, I had. Okay, right. Yeah, right. The little you le- get le- from? things. wetros are only a pound for a, for a box. That's very good. As I like, compared to their really expensive blueberries.
2: That they have several different um, kinds of like they're actually quite affordable. Speaking of um, injuries and stuff, though, your upset stomach, my ankle. I was thinking on the way in because this is what the Luke and Pete show does to you. Mm. I was thinking if I had a really serious ankle injury and we were way back in kind of caveman times, that'd be fatal for we me. We done for it? You, yeah. I wouldn't better keep up with the pack. I an wouldn't a- better get away from an animal hunting me. Yeah, an abscess might be might grow. Well, a lot of people died through tooth abscesses, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: And if you Ooh. if you had a stomach upset, they would have no idea what's wrong with you. Yeah. So you might be in big trouble as well. You you could just shit out. You could just die. Shit de- out. Well, dehydrate yourself. <laughs> That's true. That's what happens. Oh, Luke, did you see Dmx's funeral at the weekend? I want to see. I want to say that his coffin was on a monster truck. Yes.
1: Oh, amazing! Monster truck, and then a thousand fucking motorbike guys just cycling around. What the hell's angels type? No, no just cycling. like you know, just young lads on 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 motorbikes, not cycling, motorcycling. Yeah. Uh, so some, some young lads on old uh, on on. Uh, Were on they like, invited? Really, I don't know how they I don't know how they got everyone together. It looked amazing. And the monster truck looks fucking brilliant. Do you reckon he asked for that? (laughs) He must have. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It looked fucking great. What a way to go. Can I just say, if he didn't
2: specifically ask for that, that's a low percentage play (laughs) for his family. Do you (laughs) know what I mean? If there's no instructions, keep it low key. No, exactly. Don't go monster (laughs) truck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Would you
1: like a monster truck for your car? Well, it didn't look particularly controllable. Monster trucks, are, by their very nature, look quite bouncy, don't they? Was there, Oxy, anything, bouncy. More,
2: was there anything more exciting as you, than when you were a kid that's a monster truck? No. Going over other
0: cars?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I ever saw one in real life. We had motocross, and uh, did we have all banger racing? I think I went to a banger racing meet somewhere. Right. I mean, we but I, of...
2: for some reason, I feel like the amount of airtime on TV monster trucks were given in the 80s was disproportionate.
1: Yes, compared to how often you'd see them in real life. When I mean, trucks are going that way anyway. You know, every fucker where I live has got a, almost a monster truck no. that they don't need.
2: A monster truck, to be a proper monster truck, right? The I wheels mean,
1: have to be bigger than the car. It's got to have a couple of things. Yeah. It's got to
2: have a wheel bigger than a person. Mm. And it's got to have, like, a shell of a normal car just stuck on top of it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what they do, right? Yeah. And, it, and it's got to be able to go over lots of other cars. I just,
1: I, To be honest, I think uh, that a lot of cars are going that way. <laughs> like I, a lot of Chelsea tractors look I, like that.
2: I, I also, thinking about it, I also... I don't really know, looking back on it, how they judged it. Because they would they would Yeah, what's drive, the best? Yeah, and, and I also think it was a little bit. So what they would try to do, they would try and go for like a sumo vibe. Do you remember sumo was really big in the 80s as well on TV, right? <laughs> and sometimes you'd have like a really small sumo wrestler. gets a really big one, but no one would know why. Because yeah. no one really understood what, what the rules were. Yeah, And it seemed weird. It was the same with monster trucks. Sometimes you get like quite a small one.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That seems fair.
2: And what was the name of the really famous monster truck?
1: What? What? There was a really famous one. Truckzilla or something.
2: I don't yeah, know. something like that. Right. I'm going to find out uh, <laughs> because it was a really big thing back in the day. I just remember it from The Simpsons. Bigfoot and Gravedigger. They were the two big ones. Bigfoot
1: and Gravedigger. Were they yeah. UK based? Were they like kind of like uh, UK versions of the American ones? Or
2: The two most famous monster trucks were Bigfoot and Gravedigger because they used to be designed <laughs>
1: Right. They they had, oh, so it was a bit like wrestling. It was a bit like the, yeah, the like the superstar yeah. wrestling. You'd have very like a, you'd, so. have a, you'd have a you'd have a gimmick.
2: Yeah, very much so. Right, and then you sometimes the drivers would be like a bit of a heel <laughs> with their with their overall. I'm like. gonna run over these cars that someone has put down here yeah. for some fucking reason. Yeah, and, and I, I, when I googled it, I also saw. You know, they have got like, these like suggested questions. Apparently, a lot of people have googled which is the best monster truck in the world. Oh, God, what, like, what kind of day are you having if you're googling that? <laughs> Imagine what you've done that day if that's what you're googling. I mean,
1: you've left yourself logged in. Um, a four-year-old has got on your computer. And yeah. typed that in for crying out loud. <laughs> I well. think I
2: think it's a lot more of an innocent time, Pete. What do you mean? What when the Monster Trucks ruled the yeah. drag racing, and Monster they, Trucks, and in all the, that. In the interval, and people who are younger than about 30, I don't know anything what we're talking about here, but in, when Monster Trucks used to be on TV... The Royal Trucks, the band? Yeah, remember? they weren't involved. they no, weren't involved. They were involved. But, do you, Pete, do you remember the halftime entertainment used to be they would weight a Monster Truck on one side? Right. And because the tyres were so big and so soft, they would drive over someone. And you'd be like, how's oh, a monster truck I ever? ever so But yes. it's obviously weighted, right?
1: Oh, so it's... That was great stuff in the 80s. That, I mean, that could go wrong at any moment. And, and, and uh, you know, smash a man's spine, surely. Division of weight. But, I mean,
2: <laughs> I, I think that was a great thing. Great times. That was a great, thing. great times. Was a time. Great it, was, it, was just, it was just a great Sunday afternoon. Monster <laughs> trucks. America's Strongest Man. You know, yeah, that kind of
1: stuff. Yeah, world of wrestling, all that stuff. Before that, like in the 80s, big daddy yeah, and giant, big daddy stags. and giant, just hashtags. fat men, just fat. Did they fat... have any technique? You're an expert. Did they have any technique? No, no, very little. Big daddy was one of the worst people you'd ever seen, seen But no one cared. Why didn't yeah. anyone care? Because he, because back in the day, like seeing men of that height and that kind of width was just so. You just didn't like strong men would be just guys who used to eat loads, isn't it? Yeah. I, there's some wonderful. Um, Mark from Wrestle me, an Excellence to kind a of podcast, he uh gave me like a booklet of uh, this kind of like um I think he's a vice photographer who managed to get hold of a load of old um, negatives of um like crowds in the nineteen eighties and stuff, right. and and you kind of see that in Japan, you don't see it necessarily in America anymore, but um wrestling pre nineteen eighties, it was just uh dads, lads, old grannies. Yeah. Old grandpas, they've been watching it for a hundred years. Why do they incredible. love
2: it? Why do all women love it so much?
1: I don't know. It was, it was just one of those because you'd always like to see an old granny get in the ring and hit the one. house. that was a you? plant though. Yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah, sometimes they'd get really into it. Yeah, I just, I just think it was one of those things that, 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 that post war just really captured the imagination and it was just all very carny. Oh, at we just need,
2: we need more fighting we need more after fighting. the war. <laughs> we haven't had enough. We need more I fighting. It. I love it, honestly. Yeah. All right, then. Um. Shall we take a shot at break? Let's have a break. All right, and then. then when we come back, we'll we'll do some emails. I think we had some good ones this week, Lovely. Um, and it's it's very much something to look forward to. But in the meantime, mm. if you do have any stories to tell about monster trucks, tell you what, I would love if someone listens yeah. to this show whose dad had some kind of monster truck. Is that too ambitious for me to ask my listenership?
1: I mean, you'd know whether your dad had one, wouldn't you? Yeah, you you wouldn't would not need to ask him. You're
2: go, like, Dad, have you ever owned a monster get truck? Get in touch. Get <laughs> in touch. We'll see you a little bit after this. <laughs>
0: BlueNile.com The Euros are just around the corner and if you're excited about the festival of football that's to come make sure you're listening to On The Continent across this summer's European Championships Join me, Andy Brassel and a host of other expert European football journalists for everything you need to know about one of the most eagerly anticipated summer tournaments in ages. We'll have shows dedicated to answering your burning questions, a breakdown of the potential winners from all over the continent, and we'll be reacting to the biggest matches as soon as they happen. It's a European football summer, and we've got everything you need. Search On the Continent in your podcast app, To subscribe and listen now.
2: Frank de Boer spelt de bal heel goed naar Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp net de bal aan. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp. This week
0: at Stakanov.
1: On the latest episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy, Melissa speaks to footballer Lee Nicholl, who in 2019 was hacked and had intimate footage leaked online. Lee opens up about the impact it had on her and how she came back from it. The first mental impact, it was sheer shock. It was panic attacks, it was shame, it was guilt. I think I felt every single sense of emotion. It felt a little bit like grief, as if I had lost someone, but I hadn't lost someone. The only person I think I'd lost was myself. Meanwhile, on the latest On the Continent on Football Ramble Presents, Dotton, Andy and Miguel Delaney unpack everything surrounding the Super League and how it has changed football forever.
0: When you watch a Champions League game, when you watch, say, Manchester United in Champions League, Real Madrid Champions League it's not just a match it's that every single minute of the match is imbued with seven decades of history the Super League which would been, it has none of that it was getting quite sad for that that we were going to lose this and have to face this monstrosity
1: all that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov it's the look of Pete Shaw. What's the biggest thing your dad's ever owned? <laughs> Let us know. That's a great
2: question. What would be the biggest thing your dad's ever snooker owned? Snooker
1: table. Yeah, same. Put it in the front room. Same. Too big for the... Some pub was thrown it out and he put a full-sized billiard snooker table in the front room. Yeah. Too big. Nice.
0: You, you literally you get
1: couldn't... get around it. Couldn't get around it. You had to sort of put a... You had to put put your pull um stick, pull cue, uh kind Up of there, vertical. Yeah. So yeah. it was it just
2: didn't make any sense. Exactly the same thing happened to us. Mm. What is in our family, what is and I'm gonna tell you a story about a Snooker Table in a minute. Mm. What is what is our family thinking? And it's the dad, let's be fair. It's the
1: dad, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: The dad has probably convinced the mum, if it's if it's any, if your family's anything like mine, my mm. dad would have convinced my mum over a period of months to um to Allow a snooker table to be bought of a good size, right? <laughs> and what he, my dad did is he got his feet wet by getting a dartboard and putting it up in the garden. Mm. That's your that's your gateway yeah, drug yeah, right yeah, there, right? Yeah. And we had a great time playing darts out in the back garden with that. Well protected with those terraced houses around, no wind, so you can have a good old game of darts. He could have his old have his mates from the neighbourhood around have a few beers. We could all play. Yeah. That's how he's got his feet wet. He's then agreed to buy us to buy me a, a kind of six or seven foot by four foot snooker table, mm. which we had to store down the side of my bed, my bunk bed in my bedroom. Yeah. And it went almost the length of the bedroom. And it was such right? a pain
1: to get out again. I Terrible. Yep.
2: It had no legs, right? So you had to put it on the co-opted <laughs> dining table <laughs> to use it. And you're right, you couldn't get the snooker queue to- around it. Yeah. So there was actually no physical way of, of effectively actually playing, playing it, properly. it. That's, uh, yeah. What he- are they thinking? <laughs> He's thinking snooker. He's thinking if, if, if I'm snookerloopy mate. He's thinking if she lets me get away with this, I'm going to get a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> but Pete, listen, I um I did a little sweepstake for the World Snooker Championship a few years ago, mm. and th- with a couple of my aforementioned friends about the wine, and the one who had the extra strong mint, my mate Jimmy, who yeah. you've met, um he won it right, and I said to them, we'll do a sweepstake. And everyone puts a fiver in and you get pick out a couple of players or whatever. Mm. And But also, I'll put on a prize, right? Mm. And my mate Jimmy's an absolute gannet for free stuff, right? right. He hates putting his hand in his pocket, he, all the rest of it. So he got well into this and he, and he won. And the, pri- <laughs> the prize I bought him was a quite big... Like eight foot long snooker table, right? <laughs> which is way too big for his house. But because he's so polite, he couldn't turn it down. Yeah, he okay. was just he just went for the emotions. I'm really, like, so I'm really grateful for it. Right? <laughs> he couldn't even get it in his house. I had to sit in the front garden for ages. And because it's such a generous gift, what I was thinking was, what's the biggest prize I can get him for the money I want to spend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to inconvenience him so much because I knew he'd be so polite not to complain about it. And he moved house about six months ago, and I think he's. He's metaphorically swept it under the carpet and just mm, left it there. Yeah. This is under the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have to ask you about it in, a minute, like in, in the near future and say, yeah, how are you getting on with your snooker table to see what he says to squirm <laughs> out of it? But um, he couldn't even get it in his house. And uh, do you know how much you can pay for like a proper one? They're like. Oh, what? yeah, five grand. The, minimum? Those, those ones they use at the World Snooker Champions, just oh. is at the moment, I think grand. they're like 100 grand or something. Really? I think they're really expensive. I bet. Can you imagine It's how the slate, how I think. Precise. I think it's the slate. What's the slate? It's played on a slate, isn't it? With the felt over the top of it. Oh, is that what that's made of? I think it's one long big bit of slate. Oh, that's expensive. Well, I think so, yeah. And very durable if you want to make a roof out of it. How do they get it in the the crucible?
1: How do they dig out a big bit of slate without uh, breaking it? That's what I want to know. So many
2: questions. Anyway, hello at LukeandPeacher.com if you've got answers to any of those questions. Or as I mentioned before the break, your dad owned a monster truck. There must be some one of yeah. you out there, and that was an American thing generally. But um,
1: yeah, you notice how I'm, uh, I've I've sort of unpicked the carton of Vita Coco coconut water, um, so it's kind of represents like a like a like space drink, yeah, so I, the sort of drink you would have in space. I made I, it really <laughs> difficult to drink, yeah. but I, I watched a film about space last night, and I'm um,
2: mm, while you're um, while you were sick before I was sick, pre-sick, oh pre-sick, yeah. all right. Maybe you've got motion sickness from watching the film. <laughs> I, I didn't even look at twice at that vita Coca. I thought it was um I thought it was just a thing for your stomach. I thought it was like <laughs> a medicine. What, what's it called? That stuff that people drink? Milk and magnesium. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> hello at Luke and Pete uh for your emails and at Luke and Pete show for your tweets and Instagrams. Um, everyone's been back to the pub as well now, by the way, so mm. maybe everyone can start falling in love with uh, beer types again. The best place and time to have a pint, maybe, post-lockdown. Fergus um, Instagrammed us and said that... Um, we didn't mention back in the day when we were talking about our favourite types of beer, the post-lawn mowing beer. Oh. You love a bit of lawn mowing, don't
1: you? I like a bit of lawn mowing, and uh, it takes... The, the
2: mower that I've got is genuinely very good. Do people get into that, though? I think... Do dads get into that? Uh, like, into mowing. Like lawn mowers, like good ones you can get and all the rest of it.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess if you're buying anything that's got an engine in it, um, men will find some way of being stupid about it. Being boring, they? About, being boring it about it. Being boring about it, yeah. But I think uh, the, the lawn mower we've got, it just... It just Clears out the whole thing. I know people sort of say with small gardens you should use a trimmer, but just like—is oh, that, just is that right? Is that the trimmer? Is... just use a trimmer, but like you can, it picks all the, all the crap up for you, and you, and it's, it's just over in seconds. Yeah, and you've
2: returned all of the oil, the petrol. I told you about the um, the ride on one that um, LC lets me use when I go to the US.
1: Yes, lovely. It collects
2: the leaves as well. Is that got? Um, is that automatic? Has that got gears? It, no, yeah, it has got gears, but just. Um, Forward and reverse. Right, okay. Nice. Uh, she, and she's a, bit of a nice. Cantank- she's a bit of a cantankerous old beast as well. So <laughs> you got you got to know her little kind of foibles. Quirks, bones, and right. It's quite, okay. it's quite an old sit <laughs> sitcom, thing. Which uh, It's, it's what, the kind of thing that LC, you could imagine this, Pete, because you've met him. Mm. Like, I'll be doing the lawnmower and I'm in the middle of the lawn, 100 metres away or whatever, and it'll stop working. Yeah. And he'll come running over, look at it, bang it on one side, kick it on the other side, and go, it should be fine now. And it is fine. It's like one of those <laughs> things. Anyway, uh, um, yeah, lawnmower beer. Post-lawn my beer. I can see that. Sweaty. Got a bit, caught the sun a bit. Feel like you've done something. Yeah, have a yeah. bit of sit-down. Have a refreshing uh, can of... Uh, Vita Coco. Vita Coco. <laughs> Other coconut waters
1: are available. Squish, squish the carton, and it makes you feel like you're having space food.
2: Is there any alcoholic coconut waters around these oh, days? Oh, I don't know. You probably imagine for the kids. In America, they call um, cider is just apple juice. You know that? Yeah. Okay. They right, call it. Yeah. They called actual cider what we would call cider hard cider. Hard cider. yeah right, Okay. Because I remember being um when Mimi was still living in the US. I remember her Instagram storying or something um her at a little festival food festival with her family at like eight in the morning mm. and having a, with, a, with a big thing that says cider on it. I on was <laughs> like she's not much of a drinker. That's really surprising she's doing that. <laughs> anyway, so I've got an email here from Will who says um, good day, gentlemen. On hearing you guys talk about the ska-punk banger, Sugar in Your Gas Tank, that would have been you, Peter, wouldn't it? Probably. It sounds like something that yeah. I'd do. I thought I'd let you know it's by Less Than Jake. Oh, was it? Right, okay. Uh, maybe you said it was Real Big Fish or something like that. I'm not sure. The last band I saw, Less Than Jake, was interestingly, it? last year. Less Than Enjoyable, or was it all <laughs> right? No, it was excellent. It was Good. wonderful. Are they, are they a Fat Records band?
1: Mm, I think they did release some things on Fat Records. I want to say they released Quivion on Interscope, but I might be wrong on that one. Probably okay. am. Roadrunner, maybe? Don't know. doesn't matter. Roadrunner's heavy metal, though, isn't
2: it? I'll I'll they'll they. release anyone. Will they? Sure they. Get what in touch they? if you're listening to <laughs> Roadrunner. We've put a, cu- a, spoken put word a couple of out. podcasts out. <laughs> yeah. uh Wilson, it also uh, allowed me to think of a terrible segue into sending a picture that I thought you might appreciate. We had some insane sandstorms in Beijing a few weeks ago Oof. with the AQI reading over 9,000. I don't know what the AQI is. Um you want to check that out, Pete, while AQI. I'm AQI. Actual.
1: Questionable, uh, it's got to be quality air quality indicator. Yeah, nice. It's got to be, hasn't it?
2: Over over nine thousand. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> he says, for, for reference, the town I'm in, I'm from in Surrey, was reading twelve that day, mm. and London, known for its poor air quality, of mm. course, was seventy. Right, and they're at what? Nine thousand. Yeah, you don't want to. You, you don't want asthma. Do you? That's just <laughs> breathing in. That's just breathing in solids. Sure. Yeah. That's like breathing in a, a concrete block. It's eating butter. Uh, he says no one was complaining about wearing a mask this day. I promise you that. Uh, I can only imagine mm. uh, that will. That sounds awful, and I'm very pleased you survived to tell the tale. Did you get any sand in your britches? Would have done probably. Mm. Sand in your sandwiches. Yeah, I don't really. <laughs> that's part of the reason I don't really like the beach. Just sand everywhere. Sand everywhere. I feel like I'm in the minority of not liking the beach. Um.
1: Yeah. I. I. I just don't find it as sexy as. Uh, People find it; they find it like quite sexy. The way yeah. you swimsuit and be sexy. Quite eighties, but I don't feel sexy. It's I like an eighties idea of what it would of be, what like to be sexy. sexy.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It no. just everything
1: tastes of um sun cream, yeah. and you're just a bit too hot. And if you don't have a pool to sort of jump in or, a, or or a sea, it's actually just quite overbearing, overpowering.
2: Do you know anyone who won't put sun cream on because it makes them squeamish? Because I know someone who won't do it. It makes them squeamish. They won't. They won't have. Um, sun cream on them because they just don't like the way it feels. <laughs> no, I don't know. They would rather be sunburned. In fact, right. I've seen them sunburned right. rather than put sun cream on. Do they use like parasols and hats and stuff to get round it? No, this same person I'm talking about also has a very strict no accoutrement at all policy. Will never wear hats, right. sunglasses, slippers, right. anything like that. They're at the elements. They're in the elements. It's weird
1: though. Yeah, it is a bit strange. Yeah, you've got to look after yourself when it comes to the skins. As you get older. Yeah. As you get older for yeah. sure. Um, all right, that's it, Pete. Have you got an email? Do you want me to do another one? Uh, yeah, I've got one, Yeah, you yeah, sods. Um, a parrot, a parrot, Luke, uh, loves the show. Oh, I heard about this. I mean, amazing. Um, apparently, uh, I was chilling and listening to the pod- some podcasts. This is Eric uh, with my parrot, Captain Crunch. We call him Captain for short. Great name. Um, <laughs> great name. Some uh, Vice podcast was playing and he was totally ignoring it. And then as soon as the Luke and Pete show came on, he started
2: talking and whispering along. <laughs> It's brilliant, and the, the only regret I've got about this email is that Eric attached a couple of photos, yeah, of, of Captain Crunch. Mm. but They didn't work, so I right, can't see okay. what kind of parrot it is. Is it a oh. core? Is it like a more of a parakeet? Is it a? You it's know? a straight
1: parrot, surely.
2: But what, but but I think that's an anomaly. Isn't that like a little bit of a misconception? What that you just say a parrot? Aren't is Isn't it just? Aren't they just? Oh, the is it right? Okay, I
1: thought parrots were like your normal kind of red, blue, yellow. No.
2: Nah. Guess how many species of parrot there are.
1: Right. If I look at your computer, we're in the same room now. If I look at your computer, if I see a parrot on your computer, I'm going to be fuming.
2: I just googled it. That's for a you. parrot. 390 different types. I need to know more. I need <laughs> well, to know the, more. Give us the give us
1: the uh, the kite type type of uh, parrot if that's all right, Eric. Yeah. Uh, you have some aviator fans. Now you have an avian fan. Very nice. Apparently uh, that uh, Captain Crunch was just laughing every time we laughed. ha <laughs> ha! I love that.
2: Yeah. And and I think that um. We've heard stories of dogs like being into the show and all the rest mm. of it. I like it. I like yeah. that. And um,
1: and as soon as they can spend some money on uh, advertising, the parrots, the parrot community, we might start running
2: parrot adverts. Can I ask a question of the woke representative of the show, which is you?
1: If you want to use the word woke and expose yourself as one of those kind of people, well, I don't know exactly what else to
2: say. What should I say?
1: <laughs> uh, just call me Wooly.
2: Okay, you. Okay. Needlessly worried. You are Needlessly a, worried. You are a disgusting liver. <laughs> a lily livered, yep. sandal wearing, mun bean chewing disgrace. And yeah, I will say something in my future that'll get me cancelled anyway. Yes it will. You've already said something in the past it's gonna get exactly. cancelled. When people remember dig it out. Loads of them. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the same. I just want to ask you if keeping a parrot in captivity is cruel. Is it seen as cruel these days? Uh yeah, it's, I, I think it,
1: I think people are quite clear on that one. So I don't know. What, what, what well, maybe we... Captain Crunch gets to fly fly around all over the gaff.
2: We need to know he might just return. It. Yeah, Eric, Eric, we've just besmirched your good reputation there. I'm sure the parrot has a lovely life, but we'd like to see a picture of him that actually works. Certainly enriched, though. His life is certainly enriched by our podcast. Could we have him in on Pete's shoulder for an entire episode?
1: Yes, please. Would you be
2: comfortable with that, Pete?
1: I'd be comfortable with that. Yeah. Oh, since I got a dog, I don't care about animal
2: fluids anymore. Little guano receptacle underneath <laughs> him for <laughs> yes, the show so yeah. he doesn't get all over your nice cardigan. Yeah, nice. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Eric. Pete, how long have we been doing the show for? I can't see the timeline. Um, we're, we're, we're out
1: of here. They've had enough, to be quite frank, okay. and we've had enough. And and we're I've back on enough. 30 yeah, minutes. A 30 what a great minutes. show.
2: Yeah, I know. That was my internal clock, <laughs> thinking that. Yeah. Amazing. All right, thank you very all much right. for listening to today's show, and I hope you had a lovely Monday, and this has gone some way towards brightening it up We'll be back on Thursday with more of this. We'll also do some of your battery uh, brands. We'd like to hear from you on hello at lukeandpeacho.com on the email or at LukeandPiccio on Twitter and Instagram about the largest thing your dad's owned. Mm, good. Um, yeah. Any kind of more dad behavior. Don't talk to me about snooker tables. That'll be a good one. Some yeah. people must have a good snooker table <laughs> I'm not talking about that, that 80s story of people having sex on snooker tables. Oh. That was what happened all the time in the 80s. Yeah. If you believe the TV shows of that time... You believe Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah, 90% of all sexual of course, happened on a snooker table.
1: Yeah, and the woman has to be wearing stilettos. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, we were talking about uh, the Red Shoe Diaries with David Duchovny, uh, with Vish, just uh, before a Rambo record you last were. week. And uh, he was... And he was saying that uh, he he wondered why David Duchovny in that that TV show always had a dog with him. (laughs) He did Did always have a dog. Did he? Yeah, I don't really remember it. Well, he was kind of like he was, uh, he was like this. um, Was he a a, a, he was the narrator sort of thing? He he didn't get involved with the with the uh, with the sex. He just sort of like he was in it. He was in it, but he wasn't ever getting sexy with anyone.
2: But he's the most handsome part of it. He
1: linked it all together. He linked everything together.
2: All right, if you've got any more insight into the Red Shoe Diaries and you're listening, <laughs> give, us, give us an email. We'll be back on Thursday with more of this nonsense. Have a lovely week. we we'll look forward to speaking to you then. Take it easy. Look after yourselves and each other. We'll see you soon. Vito Coco.
0: This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. are just around the corner and if you're excited about the festival of football that's to come make sure you're listening to On The Continent across this summer's European Championships oh, 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 on Join me Andy Brassel Dot Bio, and a host of other expert European football journalists for everything you need to know about one of the most eagerly anticipated summer tournaments in ages. We'll have shows dedicated to answering your burning questions, a breakdown of the potential winners from all over the continent, and we'll be reacting to the biggest matches as soon as they happen. It's a European football summer and we've got everything you need. Search On The Continent in your podcast app, to subscribe and listen now.
2: Frank de Boer, spelt the ball. Heel goed naar Dennis Bergkamp Dennis Bergkamp. Dennis Bergkamp, de Dennis Bergkamp. 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 Dennis Bergkamp.
0: Dennis
2: Bergkamp. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jessie Crookshank.
0: Jessie Crookshank.
2: I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend.
0: Girl.